Welcome to Daily Defining Moments. This is Pastor Allen, and I'm so glad you're with me. Our goal each day is to help you open the Bible and connect with Jesus. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We're reading through the New Testament portion of the one-year Bible in the New Living Translation. Today is July 29th, and our reading comes from Romans chapter 12. And there's a lot in there, beginning in verse 1. Paul says, and dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all that he's done for you. So he begins by saying, in light of what I've just covered in the last 11 chapters of Romans, in light of all that God has done for us in Christ, really the only reasonable thing is to offer our body as a living sacrifice, to surrender everything to Jesus. Why would we do that? Because we trust He is good and He is for us. He's been so generous to us. If there's a God who's this good, I want to follow Him. Then He says this, Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind that He will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship Him. When we talk about worship, Sometimes we think about just singing, but really singing is a verbal expression of our worship. Worship is giving our life to Jesus. So in a Sunday service, when we are quote unquote worshiping, what we're doing is we're verbally expressing to God our praise and our surrender. We're expressing our love, our gratitude, our praise. And then we're saying, my life belongs to you. Paul says, the truth is, in light of what Jesus has done, that's the only reasonable response for us. I love that. In other words, he doesn't say this is exceptional. He says, this is only reasonable. In light of all that Jesus has done for us, the reasonable thing to do is to give him our entire life. Then he says this, beginning in verse 2, don't copy the behavior and custom of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. So we don't want the world to squeeze us into its mold. No, we want to be transformed by the presence, the power, the truth of God's word. So important as we renew our mind, the way we think, drives the way we behave. And so what we're trying to do every day when we're opening our Bible is we're trying to bring our thinking into agreement with God's Word, and we're inviting the Holy Spirit to form, to transform, to produce His life in us. And then he says this, when you do that, you will know the good and pleasing and perfect will of God. When we surrender our lives, when we allow God to transform us, then what that means is then we discover that God's will is good and perfect. It's it's really what satisfies us. It's what makes us happy. Then he goes on to say, don't think you are better than you really are. This is in verse three. Be honest in your evaluation of yourselves measuring yourselves by the faith God has given us. One of the things we have to be very careful about in church world, especially those of us that are 
getting up and trying to open our Bible and connect with Jesus every day. We've got to be careful that we don't become spiritually or religiously proud and that we always maintain a humble heart before God and we're inviting the Spirit of God to evaluate our life and character and behavior and thinking and relationships. Instead of trying to judge ourselves, trying to evaluate ourselves, which really is challenging to do. We're inviting the Spirit of God to do that and asking the Spirit of God to lead us into truth, to lead us into freedom, to lead us into maturity. So we have to just maintain our humility. Verse 6, in His grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. And then he mentions several of them, prophecy, serving, teaching, encouraging, giving, leadership, and kindness. And he says, we are one body, but we all have a gift, and we bring that gift to the body of Christ. We use that gift to serve one another, and so we can work together to serve our community. And in doing so, we show them a full expression of Jesus. So this is so important. Church is not something that we sit back passively and watch. It's not a spectator sport. Church is something we are part of. We're part of that body. And every part is vitally important. Again, on your own body, there's you. I doubt you have a body part that you'd say, well, I don't really need my hand or I don't really need my ear. No, every part of the body is very important. And that's the metaphor Paul is using. He's saying, Every gift, what you have, is essential to the body of Christ. So let's bring that into the body. Then verse 14, he says, Bless those who persecute you. Don't curse them. Pray that God will bless them. Be happy with those who are happy and weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with each other. Don't be too proud to enjoy the company of ordinary people. And don't think you know it all. Never pay back evil with more evil. Do things in such a way that everyone can see you're honorable. Do all that you can to live at peace with everyone. Dear friends, never take revenge. Leave that to the righteous anger of God. For the scripture says, I will take revenge. I will pay them back, says the Lord. Then verse 21, don't let evil conquer you, but conquer evil by doing good. So again, we've got to humble ourselves. We've got to invite God to produce his life in us so that we can love the imperfect, so we can love those who are even against us. You know, one of the things that's very unfortunate about American culture today is everybody's so polarized, even in the church. And we get in our little camp, our little group of people that all agree about some issue, and we begin to attack some group that doesn't agree with us about that particular issue. And as Christians, we never have the freedom to do that. We're to love, we're to honor, we're to serve, we're to bless those even that we disagree with, even that don't live the way we think they should live or don't believe in our ideology or our theology or so many things about who we are. We're never to attack our world. We're to love and serve our world and we'll trust God with justice. That's his responsibility. Our responsibility is to try to love them well, to win their hearts, to transform our world as much as it's up to you. Live at peace with all men. There's a lot in this chapter. So good. I just 
pray that today as you're reading through and praying through this chapter, it'll just have a profound impact on your heart. Let me pray for you. Father, thank you so much for being so good to us. We've been reading through Romans, and for 11 chapters, you have made it so clear that you've demonstrated your love for us in Jesus. Therefore, we offer you our lives. God, we surrender everything to you. Have your way in us, God. We want to live for your glory. God, we don't want to be conformed to the world. We want to be different, set apart. We want to be transformed as you renew our minds. So God, renew our minds with the word so that over time we can look back and see your good and perfect will. We get experience, freedom, and strength, and great satisfaction because we're living the way we're designed to live. God, I pray for every person that they would bring their gift to the body of Christ so that we can make a difference in our world and in our church, serving and loving each other. God, help us to stay humble, help us to guard against pride and and to trust you to work in us. God, help us to love our world, even the part of the world that doesn't like us, the part of the world that might call us an enemy, those people that try to hurt us. Help us instead to love them, not to retaliate. God, all of this requires a tremendous amount of grace. This is not natural. It's countercultural. So, Lord, we need your help. We just confess we're totally dependent on you. And, Holy Spirit, we invite you to do in us and through us what only you can do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, thanks again for being with me today. Man, hope you have a great day. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say.